three or seven. It's what? whatever you want it to be, given what you have to put up with. It sounds Jordan. like. Jordan, good man. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Location for two. Destination. So good. Destination. <laughs> Put that into Google Earth. See where Siri. See how long it takes Siri. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast, mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers. We talk about college football, lifestyle, a lot of lifestyle talk these days, and The Bachelor. Nation, Bachelor Nation, I suppose, right? Mm-hmm. Hashtag Bachelor Hashtag Nation. Bachelor Nation. Um, got a new show to add to Bachelor Nation, don't we? Isn't oh, that, like, that singing? That looks so bad. Uh, really bad. Um, <laughs> anyhow, you can find us, The Wheel Route, at... Uh, the Wheel Route on Twitter. We have a website also. It is www.thewheelroute.com. We have a Gmail address, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. You can get the show from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and on Stitcher. We're also on Instagram at Wheel Route Podcast. So uh, check us out there. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I'm on Twitter at Logan the Dawn. Um, coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida. Freshly back in Stewart, Florida. I was in 305 today, attending to some work duties, steady grinding. Um, turns out traffic's bad there, uh, at 4.45 PM if you're trying to go anywhere. So, um, just a little word to the wise. It's been a while since I got to flex my Hampton Roads traffic muscles, really let it breathe in some standstill traffic. Uh, did that. Spun the entire new, um, uh, Tame Impala album though, while I was, uh, in traffic with windows down. So letting everyone know that I have good taste in music. Another thing that I like to do. Um, Yeah. Good day. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I'm in Harrisonburg, Virginia, uh, where it was close to 50 degrees today. Oh, here it we felt go. Downright balmy. Um, I think we are supposed to get snow this weekend, though, so never fear. <laughs> it is still winter. Full assault on the sinuses. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter.com at Shank Jordan. I just want to remind our listeners that Tony Bennett has a winning all-time record in Chapel Hill. Uh, Just just thought I'd remind you guys of that, in (laughs) case you didn't know. And it is I, Kochi, at WheelRouteIntern on Twitter, WheelRTE Intern. It's poppin'. Um, spewing, spewing lots of thoughts and words over there. So, you <laughs> Great know, gift like usage it, as well. thank you. I try. I really yeah. try. Tremendous multimedia experience all around. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Um, not too much to say is going on. Right. Yeah. And you didn't CrossFit compete over the weekend. No, um, I just CrossFit regular. <laughs> weekend gains we did have some um intense gaming saturday night uh we played settlers of Catan. we you know felt like we reached a level of friendship uh with our friends that it was time it was time time to to put it on the altar of Catan (laughs) and really put the relationship to the test so (laughs) logan beat me by one point 
which sucks. We're neck and neck. Classic play. They never respect the longest road. You go longest road early, and then you go one extra, so it's six. Oh, that really messes with them. Coastal Highway White House, what they call me. Yeah, that's what we call you. <laughs> yeah, I will take your word for it. <laughs> that on the list of things we call right. you is three-game winning streak, though, for me playing against Emily. So, oh, it drives me crazy. Sorry about it. Um, right. What What's that verse about love not keeping score? In, in, that's probably the message translation. Yes. Um, the Bible was not written when there was Catan. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Interesting take. Um, Jordan, what are you drinking? Uh, I have a, another glass of red wine. Oh. This is a Pinot Noir oh. from Bogle Vineyards. It is the 2016 vintage. Wow. Picked up wow. From, from the boutique store Walmart. Uh, it's, it's pretty good. Nice. Emil? Um, I'm actually drinking a Cape Wine hard strawberry lemonade. Pretty sure it was still in our fridge from 4th of July. Sandbar season. From Sandbar season. So... It's always Sandbar season. Sandbar season is coming soon, though. So we got to clear out the... The off-brand, off uh, the off-brand seltzers that we got going in there. It's pretty, it's pretty bad in there. Uh, I am back on my BS. I had a, uh, I was they, my company pulled a fast one on me today. We had a little presentation, and then there was a, um, we were at the, we were at a nice hotel right by Bayfront Park in Miami, and then there was a reception afterwards, and there were multiple bars set up. Oh, I was man. duped into thinking that. We were actually going to have uh, booze mocktails. Really disappointing. Really disappointing to get a get a uh, mojito mocktail. Uh, so I just basically drank a half a watered down sprite with mint leaves in it. And um, you know, I'm kind of upset. To be honest, <laughs> could have used a little rum uh, at least to get me through the first you know 30 minutes of the ride home. Sure, but, uh, a responsible amount. Of yeah, <laughs> it would have been would have been nice. To take the edge off. It's okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed in how things went. The uh, the the appetizers were good though. We did have a nice spread. What, what kind of appies we talking? Uh, there was some sort of uh, sausage and cheese like puff thing. That was yeah. like a puff pastry with sausage and cheese inside. That was good. Oh, there were um, some chicken arepas, mm. which were very nice. Those were good with a garlic cream sauce. Uh, listen. Daddy, man is all about his sauces. Daddy loves an arepa. <laughs> I also just love saying arepas. Um, then there were some, what are those little deals, those little tubes things that we that I like from um, from those Cuban things? The Cuban oh, tubes. I don't know what they're called. God, I don't know why I like I, them either. They have like meat toothpaste inside them. Oh, He's really selling it. It sounds it's delicious. Not, what are these? It's, I'll look it's up. a classic like d undersell them when you describe them so that there's more left over for yeah. him at the party. Yeah, I mean, I tried one. Not a fan. Not a fan. Hmm. We did this weekend have, what was what were those buffalo chicken egg rolls? Uh, those were pretty good. Those were pretty good. Mm. Different. Different. Little little Asian sports bar fusion going on. Correct. Also, not to brag, your girl made some chicken on a stick, but with like Jamaican jerk marinade, okay. and then I like whipped up a uh, oh, croquetas. Croquetas. There uh -huh. it is. Not a but fan. 
They these were just cheese croquetas. So Still a, little bit a lot of potential there. No meat, uh, no meat toothpaste. Sorry, continue. How about your chicken on a stick? Oh, the jerk chicken on a stick. And then That's I whipped good. up like a, a magical like avocado pineapple like dipping sauce to go with it. All Dude, from my head. She made I the mean, sauce no up out of nowhere. It was literally like it was like guac, but there was pineapple in it and cilantro, right? Yeah, I did avocado, cilantro, pineapple, green onion, and uh, hatch chili peppers. Mm. It was really good. If Dang. I didn't say so, it was muscle. like a really oh, smooth. And lime juice. Yes, gotta have the lime juice. Mwah. It was good. Really good on the jerk chicken, though. You, know, you have I, to remember that for the food truck. File that one away. I really did feel like I was channeling my inner David Whitehouse. I was like, you know, I feel like Dave would be really proud of me right now, just whipping this up last minute to take to a party. Not pulling from a recipe, just just going with instinct. Yep, going with what I have, kind of top chef potential. The jerk, here. the jerk um, sauce was good. We should yes. remember that jerk sauce. We'll have to get some mo. Yep. Anyway. Shout out. Anyhow, so many flavors. I'm really just procrastinating talking about this episode because I'm I'm really butt hurt about it. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings. We can be butt hurt. All together. Emily. I almost quit the podcast last night. I uh, texted both of you, even though Logan was sitting right next to me. <laughs> I was like, I'm I done. quit. I'm done. <laughs> Too emotionally invested. Anyway, nothing like rooting for your own player to just be sent home because you're so over it. Well, spoiler alert. So, well, hopefully they've all seen the episode. That's a good point. Anyhow, you want to get into it. Jordan, you got anything, any lifestyle segments to add, any car maintenance you want to get into? Uh, no. I think, you know, formulating what the next projects will be, obviously, I think struts are the big one coming up. Nice. It's uh, a good the, the long weekend gave me a chance to do a nice bathroom deep clean. Got got Ooh. floor scrubbing. and you were off. And, you were off yesterday? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, big big three day weekend energy. It was it was great. Nice. Did some cleaning and uh bathroom has a nice citrus fresh smell to it because of the uh the orange grease lightning that I cleaned the floors with. So Love it. you know, just big domestic energy on this <laughs> side. So I'd like to see. Um good news, my recently recharged car air filter, uh my truck air filter is uh going well. Was yeah. able to careen down to Miami at 80 miles an hour just just fine today. So, shout out next step. We'll see if someone will paint it. That's going to be a tough one, though. It's like how many cans of Rustoleum would it take? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there with the orbital buffer, like sanding my own car. Oh, that would be bad. All right, let's get into this episode. This is the Bachelor. Uh, Pilot Pete is still the Bachelor, uh, unfortunately for all involved. But uh, hometowns episode, typically a big episode, did not disappoint as in, as far as bigness goes. Um, first, <laughs> hey, hey. Pilot Pete's probably never heard that before. Um, oh God! <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, let you want to you want to start with the most boring one, Hannah Ann. Yep. So we go to Knoxville. Also, Knoxville. home of Jed. Yeah. The Knox villain. Yeah. Okay. Um, Speaking of that guy, do we think he's going to be on this new spinoff show? Because it yeah. feels tailor made for his shystiness and his overall, you know, aesthetic. But I also feel like we would have seen him in a commercial 
because that would be a big name to drop in promo. So, yeah, I mean, I think they'll do it. You might as well bring like, him. I don't try care. To, like, I'm working back like... in to decent graces. I think they'll work him back in. I think they realize that people hate Victoria enough that it's safe to bring him back. <laughs> That's true. Jed's Jed sins pale in comparison <laughs> to those that have been levied against <laughs> the charges that have been levied against Sweet Victoria. It's all relative in the PR game. Yeah. Um, all right. Hannah Ann, continue. Um, Knoxville. Knoxville. So we start off with Hannah Ann basically going into this spiel about how Peter's going to have to like prove his manliness to her dad because he works in forestry. So <laughs> there's that. So she. First like, of, you think he actually like saws the trees down himself? Like that no, is not what forestry that's means. That's not. Like, right. do you not know what your dad does? Probably Sweetheart. Not. Obviously not. Honey, hunty. <laughs> he just has the money to pay for my clothes. Um. Anyway, no, she gets that money from uh, like Champion Athletic or whoever she models for. Spanx. Spanx. Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. Um. Sonic. Anyway, they go axe throwing. Uh, really fits with the forestry vibe. Also, weird setup. There's like a crowd gathered around them while like they're like cheering. throwing axes. It's just like super weird. Um, Jordan, have you been axe throwing? I haven't. Uh, I've seen it set up in various places. I don't think we have one in Harrisonburg. Um, it it looks like an okay time. I'm sure I'd yeah. enjoy doing it once or twice, but it's not something I'm gonna like. Oh, you're in town. Let's go throw axes. Correct. Yeah, I, I feel like it would be tough to have like a membership to the axe throwing lodge. Like, like I feel like bowling at least has like some replayability. I, I kind of feel like axe throwing is a bit of a one trick. Uh, one degree. Yeah. All right. Okay. Continue. Um. So yeah, very boring. Then we <laughs> have Peter explain that he was just so touched by Hannah Ann writing down the twenty reasons why she oh. loved him. That he these decided two. to do the same. These two deserve each other at this they point. They really do. It's disgusting. Um, anyway, uh, I found very interesting two of the things he wrote down. One was that he loves that Hannah Ann has a name for each of her dresses. Yikes. Like, really? You love that? Do you love that now? Would you love that 20 years from now? Yeah, I wonder how much of that, like... Do you remember where on the list it was? Like how high up? I do not remember. Okay. So I wonder if he was just trying to get to 20 and needed needed some things and was like, ooh, this is unique to her. And it shows that I've been paying attention. So I should put that on the list. I'll, I'll add that. Right. Um, I, I could see that for sure. And then another thing he added is that... Um, they're both like clumsy or goofy. Can we go back to the dress naming? Do you do you guys name like items that you have in your life, like your cars or your? Nope. I been... used to name my car, but hmm. not... I've been tempted to name my car, but I also figured like I don't know how much longer I'm gonna have this thing, you know. Right. Not not to be super cynical. I'm just being practical. Well, is that the yeah. only reason that you wouldn't name your car? Is that like you're not? I, I am kind of just. Attached. I am against naming naming things like that. I think it's stupid, personally. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's. And like, I hit up it's, people talk about it's like oh, I'm taking 
it's partly that, but Kyle it's out. Yeah, because I I think I would definitely if I decided like okay I'm gonna do this I would invest way too much energy in like making the perfect like <laughs> you know making the best pick I could and I drive myself nuts because I'm competitive for mm. for stupid stuff so it's like it's never tickled my fancy enough to make me actually want to do it so I just don't gotcha. but for people who enjoy doing that knock yourself out so we named our like the Honda Accord that like my sister and I drove in high school. Cause it like became that thing where it got passed down. Like all of four of us kids like drove that yeah. car. So it also kind of became a thing in our friend group, like to joke about it. And so we named it Helga and it's just, it did kind of become funny. Cause then, you know, my brothers drove it. Like everyone knew Helga and the problems of Helga. And it was just it was comedic more than anything. Hmm. I also but. think it's, it's more, acceptable to name like a real beater of an automobile rather than like check out my 2017 you know forerunner i i just named it uh samuel like okay guy (laughs) (laughs) what's going on (laughs) i named it david because this car is after god's own heart (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i just i've never been i've never been one for that but i also don't i also think there's too much celebrating in life this one just an off-the-cuff take not everything needs to be celebrated, so like to be celebrated. but anyway back to hannah and peter okay being celebrated when it's appropriate it's just rarely appropriate that's what i'm getting at <laughs> all right we'll get back to the Come date yes so basically another thing on the list was how they are both clumsy which i just thought was hysteri- hysterical like then why are you axe throwing and why is there a crowd standing around? Good point. This could get dangerous. Yeah. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe the crowd didn't I don't know. know that I would trust a guy who smacked his head into a golf cart and required several stitches with an axe in a public area. Yeah. Throwing. We we don't know. We didn't have uh, Peter's ABV levels uh, when he hit the golf cart, though. So I mean, I'm, I'm willing to pass that up as a as a very boozy accident. You you've probably been in the resort waiting room lounge for the, for a the, while. The glass breaks like that too. What's that? I've, I feel like it's pretty unlucky that the glass shatters like that too. Yeah, that's a tough break. Like, I was to like whack my forehead with any of our kitchen glasses, I don't think they would break. Yeah, because because so. you don't buy resort wear. That that stuff's it, a dime like... doesn't. We'll do an try experiment. Yeah, put it on the Instagram account. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, do I am I going to need to bounce my head off of a wall? Yep. And then into the glass. I mean, we're going to have to re- recreate the scene, so just prepared. If I can, hopefully, nice I get a sweet, a sweet scar. Ice up, yeah. son. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess we're we're spending a lot of time here talking about this because, like, I think just like the whole Hannah and experience of late has been entirely unremarkable. Really boring. Like, she. It's very cute, and that's really all she brings to the table, I think. And I think he kind of digs that. Um, I suppose you can make a similar argument for Madison. But uh, I, I do think that he likes – it appears he likes her and is, like, accelerating in the amount that he likes her. But we're, like, not getting as much from her. Like, at the beginning, like, she was kind of stirring the pot. Like, she was being a little pushy. She – had the champagne incident. Like I was thinking like, Oh man, she's really playing the game. And then I just kind of feel like she sort of trailed off and it's just like maintained a good standing in Peter's eyes for like the balance of the show, which has been interesting. Yeah. I, I would agree. I think 
that it's hard to say like i i think she's very vanilla um and that's not a bad thing necessarily but there's nothing that jumps out about her that's like oh wow that's really cool or that's really admirable it's just like yeah she she kind of knows what face to put on at what times and that's not remarkable um it yeah it's just pretty pretty yeah. milk toast with a q and similarly i mean her hometown date was pretty stereotypical hometown date like had a basic date met the family dad was like i'm a protective dad don't tell her you <laughs> love her unless you really mean it right peter tells her um yeah. i mean it was just the like perfect bachelor formula for a hometown yeah I mean, the classic first up in the in the episode too yeah for sure they do tell each other they're in love with one another. Big moment. Big moment. Um, falling, right? Not not completely in. Peter says falling. Hannah says oh, as he's... Because these are important scoring. Yeah. Hannah Ann says as Peter's leaving, I am in love with you. And he's like, say it again. I'm in love with you. Blah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, regardless, my girl's out here still scoring points for the team. First, first, my my first overall pick, just doing big things. Shout out to her. Um, yeah, so that's all we got. I mean, her sister gave off future contestant energy. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I also just thought that conversation was funny. Like, has he told you that he's in love with you? No, we haven't like said that to each other. But he did make me this list of things he loves about me. Oh my me, god! And they oh immediately both yeah. start better. crying. I've never seen you so happy. You, then he definitely lives, you girl. The sister's okay. younger, right? Yes. I, I believe. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, Jordan, you had some uh, takes on on her dad. Yeah, I thought he. I said this in the text thread. I got a lot of uh, Bill Belichick vibes from Mr. Hannah Ann's father. Uh, just kind of the way he like doesn't really show a lot of emotion on his face a lot of monotone voice action um but someone else on twitter pointed out that he kind of looks like sean payton in the face a little bit okay yeah Um, (laughs) so yeah i think i think because some of these dates were so boring we're gonna get to roast the dads a little bit which is i'm fine with it's all in good fun we don't have we don't have beef with any of these dads let's we can forever roast kelsey's dad because he's a deadbeat am i right that's right. All right. Speaking of Kelsey, Aww. let's go to Iowa. Yeah, go to Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Emily. I'm really Emily sad. not doing a great job of hiding the way she feels about how this no. shook out for her, even though this is not her person. Person. Anyway, uh, we go to Iowa. Who who knew that Iowa was land of grapes, right? And wineries. Not me. Uh did think it was kind of funny though with the whole like Champagne Gate thing that we're going now to a winery. Anyway. Also, maybe not. Well, I don't know how how best to put this, but I think it's <laughs> interesting or maybe unfortunate that Kelsey had spent several episodes prior getting called an alcoholic and oh. like you have a, a drinking problem, and the big date event is we're going to go to a vineyard. And yeah. then, like, you keep making, there keeps being these comments made throughout, like, oh, I could just see Kelsey and I just, like, living out our days drinking wine together, and, oh, we're gonna, we love drinking wine together, and I just want to travel and drink wine with my wife, and it's like, 
Really? Like, I mean, are we really, like, banging on that? Like, I understand it's a wine-themed date, but cheese, sweets. Yeah. Peter, cheesy, for sure. Oh, super cheesy. He needs to have, like, multiple kids, like, very soon. Giving off big dad energy. <laughs> BDE. BDE. <laughs> um, so, after... Oh, at the winery, Kelsey tells him, like, I need you to know that I am in love with you. Hmm. And um, basically, he gives, like, the worst response possible on a hometown date where he mm-hmm. just smiles. And he's like, that makes me so happy. And you're like, ooh, not good. Yeah. Um, he also, like, gives a, <laughs> that, like, stupid line he always gives her about – your heart is just so shining through in this moment. And it's <laughs> yeah. just so beautiful so you told me to last see. Night, we were going to bed and Emily was just like saying oh, yeah. things about my heart. And she kept like saying things about my heart. I was like, stop it. Stop saying that. Stop. Baby, uh, baby, your heart is just shining through me right so now. I was like, don't ever question two things. My character, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway... I mean, they had, like, they went and what? It was, like, a fine date. And Yeah, it was fine. They, they tasted they, the wine. They got their own bottle. I'm they sure crushed, great great scoring grapes. move to get to do the grape stomping. Get, keep yourself in close proximity. Mm-hmm. Multiple kissing opportunities. Lots of sensory experiences, you know. They had uh, dancing opportunities, too, of course. Peter never wanted to pass up an opportunity to just, like, pause and then just, like, start dancing. Like, like he's got big, like... Tremendous white guy dance like launches into the dance. Lord, Lord of the, of dance, the so. dance. Lord of the dance. Like he did it later when they were at the the concert. Like it was yeah. just like a pause, and he just like starts going. You're like oh, it's okay. always above the head oh, too. Yeah. A lot of this. A lot of white guy above the head, hands above the head. Which listen, as a registered white guy, been there. But... Yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> also in addition to. Iowa wine, which I didn't know was a thing. Apparently, crab ragoons. Big right. thing in Iowa. Rangoon. Who knew? Rangoon. Whatever. <laughs> Rangoon. Things of that nature. Rangoon. Wait. I think it's Rangoon. Rangoon? Why can't I say it right? I feel like I'm I saying it I feel like the weird. A is a little sharper than you're making it. Rangoon. Rangoon. Ra- <laughs> wow. I was hammered off cake lines. I'm not. I just can't say it. Rangoon. Okay, whatever. Crab Rangoon. You know what else is a hard word to say? It is rural. It is. Yeah. That's that true. Can be difficult. You anyway. Really, you really need to have that tongue strength. Rural Rangoons. <laughs> oh, That's boy. the name of a band. Were the rural Rangoons? From Des Moines, Iowa. From Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, so that was kind of weird. She was like, uh, this is uh, Kelsey's favorite food, crab Rangoon. And, and he was like so stoked. The dude's from L.A., and was like so stoked to have seen and a, pilot a crab rangoon, many which is crazy. I'm not saying crab rangoon is like the pinnacle of Chinese food, but like you have to have come across a crab rangoon at some it's point in your life. Man. <laughs> like, yeah, and and then furthermore, they did the like the crisscross like arms uh, and fed each other crab rangoon, which was quite possibly one of the worst moments in the history of the bachelor like i mean like that was i think that's a little extreme i mean it was just so ridiculously stupid though that they were doing it with the crab rangoon it wasn't wine it wasn't it wasn't like a nice a nice boar's head you know colby jack chunk it was a crab rangoon with sweet and sour sauce slathered on it some of the sweet chili sauce on it yeah (laughs) which listen i'm getting hungry for a a nice little crab rangoon right now but (laughs) 
Yeah. It was funny. Um, Kelsey's mom looks a lot like her. Oh, and her sisters, too. I will say, I think Kelsey's family gets points for being the most attractive family that we saw in Hometowns. You didn't think old Bama Bangs was a good-looking oh, guy? Oh, boy, no. No. <laughs> Teacher of the 131 trap. No. Leader of men. Um, Leader also, of men. <laughs> Kelsey's family seems to be doing very well. That was a very impressive house. Oh, yeah. I bet mm-hmm. your money goes a long way in Iowa. I- I'm sure of that, too. This is a good point. Yes, definitely. Um, anyway, uh, Kelsey's mom has conversations with both her and Peter. Again, the classic conversation about, I just don't want you to break my daughter's heart. And then Kelsey's she, like, but mom, like, I'm it was not. Her. It was not a, a kind of way of saying it. Like, she was... No. She was very forceful about how she presented right. her stance there and uh, put put Peter on his heels a little bit. It was uh, it was refreshing to see. Was that um, stepdad, the, the gentleman that was there? I believe so. Yes, we didn't really. We had a weird. Um, like, he didn't get a nameplate. I don't think. No, he um, Peter Peter had like weird uh, like bro hug daps with all the dads. Uh, which was he did not handle any of the dads well i noticed yeah i, I, I just sort of noticed it like dude just shake the man's hand and move on like you don't have to like do the like forced like i'm a hugger i'm a hugger thing which we've already been over on this podcast once big pet peeve of mine people announce that they're a hugger he like, actually said that too i know that's why Maddie's dad yeah like, Ugh. oh no i'm a hugger but what if I'm not, okay? Yeah, like, first of all, you're in I don't my need house, your hug. Boy. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a leader of men. I'm going to lead you to. I don't, I don't love post. that whole I'm meeting you for the first time and you're going to give me a hug thing. Yeah. Quite respect, frankly, I'm not even a hugger distance. with people I've known for a while. Yeah, you don't even hug me. That's not true. I do hug you. Like once a week. <laughs> oh <my> gosh. <laughs> okay. Would you feel you Would you feel different about it if uh, the dad had initiated the hug? No, I still think it's weird. I I honestly think it's a little weird to go hugs right off the bat. Yeah. Okay. At least to a to a especially to the dad. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, you could convince me that like you know I could get away with a little side hug with the mom. Sure. But like full on like hey was that hands all over it like, it's a little much <laughs> a little much Pete a little too much dip on your chip Pete <laughs> so. Uh, anything else remarkable from Kelsey's date? I mean, Kelsey is like, I, I kind of just like the, love the way that she reacts sometimes to things. Like she's very much, Peter will be like, well, let's do this and this and this. She'll just be like, okay. <laughs> it's like, she never, she doesn't like expound on much, but I kind of dig that about her. Mm-hmm. She definitely grew on me this season. She yeah. really did. I'm getting, I mean. Go ahead. I get bachelorette energy from her. Um, I don't. Bummer. But I, I could see her doing it. I think I think it could be interesting and good for the show if she did it. I just yes. don't. I don't think that she is a prime candidate. For I don't think yeah. it would be good. I think it would be better for ABC than for her if she did it. That might be true. Yeah, that's very true. I just think I guess she comes across very normal to me, and so that's why it would be pretty refreshing to have someone like that as the Bachelorette. She would cry a lot. She would cry a lot. Like every time someone came up and introduced themselves at the first night, she would just be like, "She'd probably hate it." Well, yeah. do you think Peter's enjoying himself? Oh yeah, definitely. 
I don't know, man. You see him every time you look at him, the man. He's like sweating out of the, his, the front of his because forehead. Of the um, choices he's making. Well, yeah, but that, right. that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. Brought it on him. It doesn't appear that he's having like a, a great go of it. <laughs> I don't know. He seems stressed. Poor Pete. He, he needs to get himself a he needs to get himself a beast golf cookie and just relax, you know. Take it back. Let's take it back, <laughs> coach. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. It seemed pretty clear that Kelsey was not going to be getting a rose just based off of their interactions. It just kind of seemed more one sided. Yeah, and Kelsey seemed to like him. So bummer, bummer, City USA. We move on to Madison's date. Clearly, the most enjoyable and talk talk aboutable of the dates yeah um we had a lot of star power on this date uh madison as is well documented quite the baller quite the baller four rings loves uh loves the hardwood so to speak uh (laughs) things of that nature um we were greeted by a message from charles barkley Inside the basketball arena, which it's kind of funny because, like, I feel like Jordan, we, we, uh, as you know, we run and operate a college football podcast. It's true. And, um, like, Jordan Harris Stadium is like a, a fairly, like, you know, singular college football stadium. Like, you, you know, Jordan Harris Stadium is Auburn Stadium. It's one of the you know pantheons. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So it was like kind of interesting that she's like, and because her dad, you know, is a basketball coach, but like Auburn's not necessarily a basketball school. Recent set success aside, um, I don't know. It was just kind of interesting. Like she was like so excited to be inside the basketball stadium, and Peter was like, you know, pretty stoked to be inside the basketball stadium at Auburn. It's like, oh, their football stadium is arguably like cooler and bigger and sweeter. Anyhow. Yeah, but there's so much more to do for her to shine in the basketball. Oh, no, I understand. I just thought it was, it was just funny given like the context of this podcast, like football is king in Auburn still. It's not what we associate Auburn with, but it worked for the bit. Indeed. So they go in there. Charles Barkley gives them a video message. Uh, It is not immediately clear that (laughs) Peter was on board with who Sir Charles was. Emily, not Charles Barkley. Mm -hmm. The round mound of rebound. Mm -hmm. Not a role model. I mean, I'm assuming he went to Auburn. Nice. Got it. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. They uh, did a good job of not so subtly, like, focusing on his statue outside yeah, the true. arena before they went in. And it's a, there's, like, a big sign that says Charles Barkley statue <laughs> next to the giant <laughs> statue of Charles Barkley. That is very clearly bigger than Charles Barkley. The, like, the, so, yeah, that sign was there for Peter primarily, I'm sure. Yeah, has to be. <laughs> um, next thing we get, uh, Bruce Pearl. Shows up high energy Bruce Pearl in the hard flesh. Not to, hard not to like Bruce Pearl. There's something about him that I kind of like. I appreciate his his zest. He's great when he's not coaching against your team. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> uh, what did Roger Sherman describe him as? The sweatiest mention that you've ever laid eyes on, which is a hilarious way to describe <laughs> someone. But very true. He's a very sweaty man. Um, they went through some like basketball ball handling drills. Right. Mm-hmm. He sucked. It was interesting that old, old don't, Virgin don't, Maddie was don't, uh, don't, good at don't, ball don't, handling. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Jordan, you're on it so early. Sorry. Um, yeah, so they did some I ball see handling. I the wheel spinning, I know. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. They did some ball handling drills. Uh, Peter, again, not gifted. Not gifted no with handles. the rock. No, yeah, no handles at all. How tall do we think Pete is? 6'2"? No. 
I'm gonna go five like five nine. Five ten, five eleven. Hmm. Peter Weber. I bet I can find out. Yeah, I mean he's kinda got like a skinny guy build, which leads me to think he might be like a six footer, but And he does a lot of picking up, which I think Yeah, a lot of is kind of a short guy move. You think so? Yeah. He does a lot of like receiving the Cause, leaping. Because when he's not when he's doing the picking up, there's not like a a big size difference. Ah, uh, six foot one. Really? Yeah. Listed. But that's his listed height. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We know how this works. He's, he's five. He's real Sean Singletary type. He's five seven and a half. Yeah. All these girls are like five foot one. <laughs> I want to see him next to Bruce Pearl and get Bruce Pearl's height, and then we can really do some. There we go. Um. But yeah, Bruce Pearl's out there. He seemed to have a good time with the date, so shout out to shout out to them. And then what happened next? Then like three minutes later, they're just like making out. Like they played some one on one first. They, they played some some supposed one on one. Some alleged one on one. Maddie Maddie gave him buckets repeatedly. Gave him the work. <laughs> and then they made out on the Auburn logo in the middle of the in the middle of the basketball stadium that was fully illuminated in the middle of the day with people around. Right. So classic, uh, the, you know, really classic bachelor situation here. The the Bunky Perkins tweet was, he just took the picture and said, "Save room for Auburn Jesus." <laughs> Save room for Auburn Jesus. Love it. Uh, yeah. But um, so then we went to Maddie's house. Emily, what did we think about Maddie's family? Expected TB TBE TB expected. Yeah, it felt very um, typical, like Southern Christian household. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt right at home. There was, uh-huh. a, there was a nice uh, there was a nice dinner pre dinner prayer. There was some like nice kind words shared oh, around the, the special table. plate. Yeah, special plate. There was special sweet tea plate. and wine glasses. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was just a lot of really... the sweet tea. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then what was um, there was one in particular. Oh, the mom toasted with the line. I just want you both to know, you are for greatness. Or yeah, like <laughs> you yeah. are born for greatness. Having uh-huh. been on the receiving end of uh, a mom toast before, my mom's toast. I know. This <laughs> last like usually five minutes. As the beer pops open. Well, yeah, Logan. that was you. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> Get really awkward, guys. Okay, bye. No, shout out. Those they're very um, sweet and heartfelt. But it seems like a good, good, solid family there. Great someone, set of Bama bangs on Dad. Yeah, someone pointed out that uh, Dad l- looks simultaneously 15 and 55 years old. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have, like, basketball coach look. Incredible range. Which is, yeah, <laughs> that is tremendous range. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel like a basket. I mean, he has a very clear Alabama look, but he doesn't have, like, basketball coach look, which is, I find interesting. Yeah, Maybe, he looks like he- a cop. He does. With yeah, he does, hair. does look like a little. He's got he's got some some sheriff deputy vibes. Um, he was pretty tough on Pete as well. But it wasn't unnecessarily. No, tough. I think he handled it well. I thought he like he was not overbearing. He just he got his point across, but did it. I think in a manner that tried to make it easy for Peter to speak, and Peter was not ready for it. <laughs> And once again, did a horrible job. Didn't even answer the question. Not a good sign. Yeah. But well. uh, yeah. And I like, I again, how, what got cut? How did it get edited? We don't fully know, but it, 
it was not broadcast in a flattering light for our pilot boy. No, because basically her dad was like, you know, uh, I, mean, I don't want you to continue was, yeah. to go down this road with her if you don't know for sure that she's the one. And can you answer that for me? And Peter tries to be like, oh, you know, if this was down to like the last week or the final two and her dad just like, that's, but that's not where we're at. And yeah. that's not what I'm asking you. I was like, Ooh, yeah. go dad. And it really bugged me that, th- and this happened in multiple either dad conversations or parent conversations where Peter brought the like the Luke P phrasing of like, well, let me just say this or, well, what I can tell you now is, and I was like, <laughs> oh, Dude, you don't don't open like that, man. That's those are dangerous flashbacks. You don't want to you don't want to be bringing light Jordan's to. Feeling triggered. <laughs> Follow my fingers, Jordan. Yeah, I mean, the the theme of the night was clearly like the conversation she had with her mom about, you know, have you had a chance to talk to him about some of the decisions that you've made for you? It's like, oh god, we've just beaten around the bush so much just here. Just say it, this. mom. Like, yeah. Have you had a big any thoughts on your big virgin energy? But um. <laughs> And and then like her dad, her dad kind of (laughs) her her dad kind of like having the same version of that conversation about like her morals and and her faith and and stuff like that. Like I mean, those are all important conversations, and it is just always befuddling to me how like just I don't know befuddled for lack of using that word twice. uh, Pete appears to be when these questions like come at him and stuff like that. Like not prepared at all. For this situation, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that Madison needs, well, I guess we maybe get close to it at the end, but I mean, she probably needs to have a conversation with uh, with Peter about some of this stuff. Like, I'm glad it hasn't been like our friend Roger Sherman put in his, in his article that he wrote. I, I'm glad that it hasn't been like a theme of the whole show. Yeah. Like, it was like a, it was like a gimmick on Colton's season. Like, oh, Colton's a virgin. And then it's yeah. like, there's always like the notable virgin character. Like I'm kind of glad that like we're not that's not the point of like Madison on this show is to be like the notable virgin character, but at the same time, like it would be hoove her to uh probably have some sort of conversation sooner as opposed to later uh, mm-hmm. about that. Because it seems like we're heading towards a bit of a uh, a bit of an issue in the coming episodes. So I mean obviously fantasy sweets, bro. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, I I think that Madison is making a good decision, and 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 if that's the decision she wants to make, then like I'm all for it. But right. um, it's clear that like Pete has not made that same decision, obviously. And mm-hmm. furthermore, it appears that like he might have like some like very different uh, takes on that situation to where maybe they should talk about the what and the why. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like no matter what you're choosing. Yeah. Like, super like i have a lot of respect for madison yeah. and like you said i think it's only fair like in any relationship that you clearly communicate you know your views on that and how yeah. you're compatible with that and i don't know so yeah. yeah it's interesting that she while i agree with you it's great that that hasn't been a focus of their storyline it is also one of those okay well you're now in the final three you need to have the conversation yeah, I'm very excited to see how it all plays out cuz I like I I have some like best case worst case scenarios in my head. <laughs> right. Um yeah. 
but yeah, I'm excited to see how she handles it. And so we can, you know, give everybody the all 22 tape analysis on it. So absolutely. So yeah, we'll leave it at that. But um, I mean, it seems like generally a successful date uh, and hometown visit for Mr. Pete. He, he again said, told her that he was falling in love with her. And then he told the camera that he loves her. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And Madison says she, Big emotions. she was hoping to be able to tell Peter she loves him, but that she was still waiting to see if, quote, our souls are compatible. Yeah. Love it. And then she also said she was starting to feel all over the place, which I kind of felt like I could see, like, when she was with her family, that all of a sudden, like. Yep. So I was kind of curious what you thought about this. It reminded me of Cassie's hometown. And that mm-hmm. it really seems like Cassie wanted her family to just kind of immediately be like, he's the one, he's so great for you. Yeah. And when they were more raising doubts or questions about their compatibility, the timeline, how things were moving, you could see Cassie like getting really tearful and kind of anxious and sad. And it reminded me a lot of Maddie. And hmm. on one hand, I took it as they're both women who seem really close to their families. Yeah. But do both seem to have like Well, because Madison even said she didn't want to leave. Right. And oh, both of them yeah. seem like faith is really important to them. But also they're both really young, which was one of the concerns both Cassie's dad and Madison's dad brought up. Yeah. Was how young they were and how how fast this was all moving. Um so you could see Madison like although she understood why her parents were like, well we can't really say yes or no to that yet we don't really know him i think yeah. her dad said i can't say that i like know he's the person for you but i'm also not closing that door right which i thought was a good answer but you, know, you could see madison's doubt like yeah. i really wanted them to just be like oh like we love him and to not get that answer was maybe making her feel a little anxious sure and I that's think a, also feeling a little more pressure from her parents mm-hmm. to be like, have the conversation, talk about the faith that's so important to you. So right. I think it's a bit of her age thing and the family stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think, again, that the, the Cassie date was a while ago, but um, I seem to remember her parents being a little more like supportive of her and her decisions as where it felt like, Madison's parents and her mom especially kind of felt a little overbearing and like Mm -hmm. trying to shelter her or like talk her down from this rather than just be like here here's what I see but you know it's your choice to make and I don't I don't think there's a perfect way to do that like parenting is hard from what I've heard so (laughs) uh that that can't be easy for sure and of course your your gut reaction is going to be to protect your kid but um oh god yeah i'm wondering like how much how much of madison's uncertainty is really like her personal uncertainty or just because of the things her parents said and the way they were said yeah yeah i'd agree i do want to point out that i've enjoyed this season that there hasn't been like i feel like it was colton season there was this quest for him to get like the blessing from like right. multiple mm-hmm. fathers in case like it came down to it at the end. And it just felt like, dude, like this is 
way early, premature, like a ridiculous conversation to be having. And like, I feel like he didn't really get the blessing from a, a couple of them. And it was then it, like that became an issue too, you know, like, yeah. was it Hannah G? He did not get like her dad's blessing or whatever. It was Cassie and Tasha. Oh, okay. I think. Regardless, and then it's like that just becomes an issue. It's like, all right, man, well, like that was all you were going in there to like talk about, and like not right. like then you struck out. Now you're kind of so, stuck. So that's nice. I don't know if that's the show, like maybe moving away from like that because they think that's like an old timey thing, or if that's just like not how how Peter rocks with it, or maybe they realize that like these relationships don't have to like you don't have to get engaged at the end of the show. But I don't know. Anyhow, that yeah. was I I like found that notably absent, but like kind of was encouraged in a way by it. So. That's a good point. So anyway, let's get to the part that we've all been dying to talk about anyway. East de resistance. Oh, Victoria. Old Virginia Beach. I mean, okay, so I do want to note, first of all, Jordan, that I did read the article you sent. And I had a lot of these thoughts before Roger Sherman, so I feel okay to say that. Well, (laughs) let's say concurrently. Concurrently with Roger Sherman in response to the episode – being like clearly this woman has shown that she can't even handle herself now we know she also can't handle a dog the dog probably hates her oh probably first of all you make the mistake of naming your dog buxton what kind of name is buxton i'm sorry i don't hate Buxton. there have been worse dogs names yeah Um, but it's not the best anyway (laughs) what i refer to is as soon as peter shows up She's like, let's go with the dog's leash. And it just goes bolting into the ocean. And so like, the first person it sees other than Victoria in the ocean. Please like, please, please drown me. Please. Please take me. <laughs> then <laughs> later on in the episode, she's feeding him ice cream. That has cho- like chocolate drizzle on it. Yeah. Like, yeah, girl. that was that was weird. The dog, that like, listen, our dog would do the same thing at the beach. So I'm not really like. I'm not one to throw stones about a dog that would run after someone swimming in the ocean. However, the ice cream thing was a little disconcerting and just the like dropping of the leash weirdly seemed odd. Yeah. Anyhow, she treated sorry, that dog like a prop. I'm not trying to uh, steal all the thunder. And Peter immediately here. like took over with like walking him and stuff. Yeah. Well, he's trying know. to, he's trying to prove that he's not afraid of commitment. Anyway. Early red flags, followed by the red flag of going to an old time photo place. Like, listen, oh, you're ugh. listen, bad choice. However, I kind of like, I found it in a way like, I, I kind of, I, I was kind of into it in like a weird way. Like the way she addressed yeah. it too. Like she like kind of rolled her eyes. Like we're going to old time photos. Like, like I, I don't know. I, I think she almost approached it sarcastically. There's something. I feel like she might be a fun hang. She's clearly crazy. I, I'm not trying to make the case that he needs to keep her around. He does not. He should not. He made a mistake. She's clearly crazy, manipulative, all of the above. However, there's something about her that I think, I think like, what, I that she's like, super hot. Well, I mean, that's, that's true. Let's be honest Look, here. No, that's Look, true. But like, man, I, I kind of I... like, I kind of think she's, I kind of think she's like, when she's not doing the like, storming off crying manipulative thing she seems like she'd be a lot of fun okay. that's what i'm saying and and, and like Play i'm not trying to like, here go ahead. well please please do i like i i tried to couch that as much as possible but please go I ahead i think that that sarcastic what seems like a fun hang only seems that endearing because of how explosive she is 
the other direction. So you see that and you're like, wow, there's yeah. some good there. It's like the Hannah Brown complex of like, there's, there's a good person in you and I'm going to pull it out. And also like the only good, you know, good Victoria F version we've seen is like her trying to get what she wants the same yeah. way. So I like, I don't buy any of what we've seen from her as completely yeah. genuine. I think it's all, right. all manipulative. I agree. I'm, con I'm concerned for you that you think she might be a fun hang. None of these other girls uh, are trying to win. They're all just completely 100% locked in on Peter and his heart. None of them are trying to win the game. More too. so than Vic I'm not saying 100%. Anna saying... Ann isn't manipulative and trying to win. Not to the degree. or Anna Ann seems like less fun of a hang than Victoria, and both of them are manipulative. I would agree. I will say. So that's all I'm trying to say. Like I just think I think she actually like – it's, it's kind of spunky and could could be could be a fun hang was what I said. I am going to side with Jordan in that I think the <laughs> other girls are, yes, playing to win the game. However, they seem more like people who are also not like that all the time. Victoria F. Yeah. Clearly seems like someone who's like that all, all the time. Oh, no. Victoria F. swings way too life. wildly to ever be in the, like, zone of someone you could spend like a dating relationship, let alone marriage with friendship. Uh, yeah. I I'll, mean, I'll see that like Victoria could be a fun hang. Like for me, if she was in your group of friends, when we went to Stephanie okay. Sean's house for the new year's <laughs> Eve party, like I see her once a year. Great sure. hang Victoria. Good. Good to see you. I'll see you in 18 months when I come back to Florida. But I, I don't think you guys would enjoy her being in that friend group with you. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. I'll, like okay. isolated I, I events that. that don't require a lot of like relationship relating yeah. to. If one you another. had like two or three degrees of separation from her and saw her maybe once every twelve to eighteen months, <laughs> I could see I could see her being a fun hang, and not not she just wouldn't have that much effect on you in any direction. So it's like, yeah, sure, whatever. She's she's kind of a kooky loose cannon. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys on that. I mean, I don't know how else I could phrase this other than what I've said already. So we'll talk about this later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that someone could be a fun hang, evidently that's a, it's an earth-shattering take on this show. Anyhow, yeah, I, I just thought it was, it wasn't it. presented clearly enough to like what the parameters were. Of okay. a fun hang are yes. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> clearly, clearly points of Victoria. Um, oh no! So I mean, she, she puts on a performance for the ages here that is like makes her as unlikable as anyone the show has seen. Foreshadowing with Peter saying life with Victoria would not be boring. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, um, fun hang. She also, <laughs> after like hanging around the oceanfront. They go to a Hunter Hayes concert, Ugh. and Hunter Hayes in the house. Peter like screams that, which is this so true to Peter. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. Also, like, big dad energy. Disappointing, <laughs> but on brand. One hit wonder, Hunter yeah. Hayes. That's when he does the weird pause and then hits the shoulder lean <laughs> on the dance floor. Does the stanky shoulder? <laughs> we also get some more foreshadowing with the song choice. Uh, I don't want easy. I want crazy, which is a very catchy song. Great at the sandbar, but uh, just very 
unfortunate in this it is, event. It, could, yeah. Had, did, has Hunter Hayes sung anything else that was a hit besides that song, though? Not that I'm aware of. Like, but I who's, also don't who's the guy that did halftime at the Orange Bowl? Like Gavin one, DeGraw. Same, yeah, same kind of deal. Like, well, he's not a he. Gavin DeGraw has at least two bangers. Okay. <laughs> Gavin, I'm sorry for besmirching your name like that. <laughs> he, Gavin is no Hunter Hayes playing multiple Orange Bowl adjacent uh, venues. <laughs> but yeah, so Hunter Hayes concert. And then things started to get a little weird after the Hunter Hayes concert. Uh, evidently, Peter Peter has an ex-girlfriend. or It's also very clear, unclear what the actual meaning of X is on this show. So far, we've had right. Chase Rice claimed as an X to... Uh, to so, Victoria. So Roger Sherman's article said that this girl dated Peter for five years, or five months, not five years. All right. So that's five like months. an actual legitimate span of time. Sure. But um, yeah, so they, they must have dated back in back in them hood days. And then she was in Virginia Beach. She just happened to be at Thunder Hayes concert. Also, um, they said her who she was. And did they spell her name? Marissa. Yeah. M-E-R- yeah, it was M-E-R-I-S-S-A. I wasn't sure if, it, if they spelled her name or if she just said Marissa. But regardless, they blurred out her face. But like, it's very clear. Like You can probably very easily find out who this chick is. Uh, so much so that everyone already has. But um, And she basically offers up some like warnings to Peter about... Uh, some cryptic warnings. About, about our, our friend Victoria. And um, yeah, just kind of like, be careful... And he's like, well, what do you mean by that? <laughs> and she's like, just, you deserve better than the person you're on a date with today. And he's like, well, what do you mean by that? And and then she, like, basically is like, well, like, n- numerous relationships have ended because of her or something like that. And, and that was really all she said. Um, but not probably the news you want to hear post-Hunter Hayes concert, I would just say. Stop going to country concerts, man. Emily. Um as a aficionado of the bachelor producer involvement, how much of a plant was this hundred percent plant? Mm, I'm pretty sure it has to be. Yeah. I mean, like, do you think they were going out of their way to try to like warn him at all times about her? No, I think it's one of those things like as they were filming, I wouldn't be surprised if they started hearing. I mean, sure. They've had that happen before where they've, heard things about contestants while in the midst of filming. Yeah, like that one dude that left. Right, Hannah Brown season where they kind of warned her. So yeah, I do think that there was... There were some tweets. I do think there was things that producers were hearing. Who knows? Maybe even Marissa being Peter's ex after she found out he was going on the show and finding, seeing stuff about Victoria F being on the show. Maybe she herself reached out. Well, yeah, I mean, she said that she sort of like, I guess was adjacent friend groups with victoria f and they had some sort of falling out Mm -hmm. i mean victoria f clearly is is like a loose cannon and must just be down to like wreck relationships you know what i'm saying yeah like if she's like i don't know if this girl who's like maybe not even friends with her like hates her enough to like actually yeah the the allegations in the article seemed to point to victoria's sleeping with multiple Husband. married husbands in the friend in the friend group or groups that she was in. Also, yeah, I mean 
again, not a great look for Victoria, but like <laughs> the fact that this can just like so easily happen, she's yeah, crazy. Like that's that's crazy. It is. Anyhow. Um <clears throat> so yeah, so anyhow, Peter wants to talk to her about it, of course. What I, I do want to say, I didn't like or I didn't love like okay, from his ex's point of view, this Marissa girl who's like to, she didn't seem to love having this conversation, but I wish she would have done a better job of like yeah. just saying what she had to say and drawing a line. But she kept drawing this line of like, that's all I want to say. And then she'd give a little more. <laughs> yeah. and then like, that's all I want to say. And then she went a step further. And, but that's all I'm going to say. So I was just ready for her to eventually like say everything, say it all with your chest, spill all the tea. But she, she just like pumped the brakes midway through when we were getting to the real juicy stuff. Yeah, like you can't necessarily offer up like multiple relationships have ended because of her and then just be like, but that's it. Okay, bye. To say, yeah, great seeing you. Can I have a hug? Can you think you can blur yeah, my not, face? Not a, not a great move on her part, but. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I guess at a certain point the truth should come to light. But uh, um, let's get to. Uh, so Peter wants to talk to Victoria about it. So Understandably. Understandably. Um, how do we think, uh, what do we think about Peter's approach to talking about it? Emily? Mm. I, I mean, I think he should have like talked with producers and tried to talk to her before even showing up at her house. I uh, do yeah. think that on his part was a bad move. And I can slightly emphasize with Victoria how, uh, what word would I use for that? Uh, yeah, you're just kind of feeling like, okay, I'm here at my parents' house sitting on the porch. She felt kind of ambushed. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I I would agree with the way she was feeling about that. I don't love the way Peter – you could tell, obviously not an enviable situation for anybody to be in. Okay, we're all agreed. We're all in agreement there. But he – he needed to actually, and she she is a master at not answering questions also, which we like find out. She's really good at like getting emotional and then changing the subject and then turning, yes, turning around on Pete yeah. to be like, I can't believe you're even asking me that right now. Or, I'm just so disgusted right now without ever answering the question. So like that all aside, the way Peter kind of limped in with the like, I heard some things and then you you know, someone told me that you, that, you know, some relationships had ended because of you. Like he never really asked her, like, is that true? Yeah. They never addressed it. Do you have like anything to say about that? Like all she did was say, well, what relationships is she saying I ended? And then like just started crying and freaked out and then turned it around on Pete and got like mad at him because, you know, you're here at my family's house and you, and you're asking me these questions. Like I, he needed to ask her some direct questions. I, I was in a way proud of himself because he tried to stand up for himself at a certain point yeah. during the uh, during during the, the the conversation. But you know he's just not built as as previously discussed. He is not built for this, <laughs> and you know eventually is going to kind of cave to the crying blubbering girl that's like yelling at him, which you know happens. But uh, I just I I don't know. I don't I don't think he did himself a big service with the way that he tried to talk to her about it. Cause like, he didn't actually ask for anything. He just said that he heard something Yeah, and then like tried to put it all on her. Those were her words. You know, she told me, 
I'm not trying to accuse you of anything. It's like, well, no, you're not trying to accuse her of anything. That doesn't mean you can't ask, like, follow up on it. Like, I don't know. I just thought it was, I thought it was weird. And I thought it gave her the ability to kind of react the way that she yes. did. Yeah. Instead of like actually forcing her to say, uh, no, that's not what happened. I didn't do that. And then, then maybe he can believe her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm not even arguing about what's true and what's not true. I'm yeah, just saying in I general. Think, I think he should have <clears> gone in less about finding, trying to find out if she's telling the truth or not. And more just going in with kind of what he eventually got to, which was, I'm, you know, I'm just feeling really thrown and I'm feeling confused and frustrated and maybe just saying like, I had someone approach me about you today, um, about something really concerning. And it's frustrating that this is how our dates go, where it seems yeah. like we're having fun and we're connecting. Something comes up about you, about your past and things explode. And then you walk away, you know, I think he could have made it more about the overall yeah. interactions. And I think going in with this, well, is it true or not true? It just set him up a little bit for this to happen, I think. Yeah, but he didn't even really ask if, if it's true or not true. He almost just kind of like said, someone told me some concerning things. And obviously that put me in a bad headspace. So I wanted to talk about it. It's like, well. Yeah, and then she she took that opening people. and yeah. dog walked him. Um, yeah. But I, dog yeah, I think it it's kind of similar to the faith conversation he had with Madison at their dinner where it was like, neither of them went into it really intentionally about here's what I want to get out of it. And so right. they didn't have specific goals or like, yeah, you know, benchmarks that they wanted to make sure that they covered. They were both satisfied to like, Oh, as long as we like cover this, we'll we'll be okay and we'll consider that enough and so it seemed like he went in kind of like you said Logan he limped into it like well I'll bring it up and that seemed to be enough for him to like well you know we talked about it and I tried so yeah I I would have liked and me the way I'm wired personally I would have gone in like I want specific answers I want her side of this because whenever dramas come up at the house or wherever they've traveled, like he's been pretty good about like, okay, here's so-and-so's side. How, how do you see it from your side? And he didn't even do go that far with her. He yeah. was just like, well, I heard this and now I'm really confused. And she, she did not have anything specific to answer to when he presented it that way. So right. she, she did a lot of crying and gaslighting, like you pointed out, Emily. And, uh, it, it was very not good. Yeah. And then she's just able to tack on the, like, I was going to tell you, I loved you tonight. And, and, you know, basically just completely like win her way back into his heart because all he really ultimately cares about is that like people love him. Yeah. It's unfortunate, like to see someone getting played like that, like more than anything, like it's just so hard to watch, you know? And, And I get it. Like people who are, manipulative like that and they're that unhealthy sometimes when you're in it you don't see it and (laughs) i'm sorry this this people is why when you are co-producing a show anyway okay okay so 
What were we saying? It's really hard to watch. Gaslighting. Yeah, well, it's just, it's hard to watch um, Peter kind of getting sucked into it. And when you're being gaslighted, you do. Like, the whole point's like, you're feeling like, oh, like, okay, now I feel like I have to apologize to make things okay. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's hard to see <clears throat> him in a position where you can tell he's feeling really confused. Like, what just happened? What's going on? Now having to, like, repair things. I felt like he, he, tried to make more of an effort this time to stand up for himself. No, he definitely and did. specifically pointed <laughs> out, like, I don't feel like you know how to fight for anything. Like, you just walk away. Um, and I really liked when she said something to him about, like, well, I told you I was going to love you tonight. And he said, like, well, then why would you just walk away? But, of course, even that, she turns on him, like, well, let them, why would you stay? I was like, oh, my gosh, the girl yeah. is exhausting. It made me yeah. so mad watching her do what she did. And and the fact that she always then brings it back to the either, oh, I was going to tell you I love you, or a few weeks ago when she like, said something like, I'm just crazy like, about you, Peter. I'm just crazy, and I think I, I push you away because it's easier not to have you at all. Like, she always has yeah. this, like, perfect phrase to use which seems so rehearsed it's mm -hmm. uh, it makes her sickening. seem like she's like damaged and needs like yes. help from pete and i'm treating you this like, way in reality I'm she's hurting. just damaged but yeah 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 no, it's she's, icky. It's, she, really it's really icky. icky she's like definitely i don't know just the way she was reacting to him when he was like trying to like ask her questions was like kind of ugly and gross. It was childish. Like, yeah. Very. And then, like, she just kind of comes strolling in the next day, and, like, she's, like, sorry that the date didn't go well. But, like, other than that, like, she takes zero ownership for, like, how anything went or, like, really the role she, like, maybe played in, like, how it all went down. Now, yeah, that's, what, that's think... something she's been consistent about. I'm just so sorry. And then she doesn't change anything. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. like she's said multiple times, like, I don't know why I do this. I don't know, like, why I'm so messed up in this way. And it's like, well, uh, there are things you could do to, like, try and work on that or maybe, you know, reduce the frequency with which that happens. But you don't seem to be that interested in, right. in exploring yeah, she, that. She seems to be someone who kind of really struggles with, like, this whole victim mentality thing. Like, everything happens to me. And I can't like, catch a break. Like yeah. she said that. What the hell does I that mean? I just can't catch a break. You've had, you've had drama, zero good dates can't. on this entire show and continue. Like she literally is like on the Luke P charmed run to the mm -hmm. top three here. Like, like have had zero good dates. Everything is like such a struggle for the main character, but they like, there's something that they can't shake about that. Like about them, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It seems very, very similar. Oh, very. I was thinking that wise. same thing this week. I'm like, this is so similar to Luke P, where as a viewer, you're seeing yeah. the unhealthiness of the relationship. You're seeing the manipulation. And it's like, on one hand, you want to be like, oh, gosh, like Hannah or Pete, you're just so dumb and so blind not to see it. Yeah. But then on the other hand, we also have information that they don't have about this person. Well, and it actually appears that Victoria like is not like a total nut job like around the house to the girls see it but well i can see your point i think i'm just saying in the same I way that luke the, would like come back yes. and like storm yeah. in and be like beat his chest and like you know tell everyone yes. to suck it and like you know storm <laughs> off and it was like weird you know I she think, actually seems like she's at least like pleasant around the house and like 
Right. The other girls like her, but I don't know. But, but the, what adds to the confusion is how she can be acting out that way with Peter, but then in an ITM be like, what was it last week? Like, I was just replaying that in my head and I'm mortified. I don't know how that turned out so great for me. And it like even kind of seemed that way this yes, week of yeah. just like, oh, like one point she said something in her ITM about, I don't know. I just feel like different about him this week. I'm like, well, how are you feeling before? Yeah, are you weird. like, what? What it's the? It's almost heck? like she's trying like harder and harder dunks or like floor routines in <laughs> gymnastics, and then she lands it, and she's like, I can't believe it worked. I've like, right. I've got to, I've got to pump it up a notch. See what I can like. I, where's my breaking point? I haven't found it yet. This mm-hmm. is incredible. Right. Um, all right, so fast forward, she does come and visit him at a very small, sad hotel room that he was staying in. There are better hotels in Virginia Beach, people. <laughs> also, just try to maybe stay away from the ocean front, or, you know, go go a little further north, like... Yeah, I mean, who knows? North End, much better. Maybe get a rental instead of a hotel room. <laughs> stay in the New Cavalier. That's got to be an ABC's budget, right? You would think. You would think. I went to Chile, so... Um, yeah, so she visits so this, the classic, uh, visit, you know, she's a little bit more calm and sedate and she, you know, doesn't really apologize and, you know, they kind of talk and Peter does say some interesting things about how there's like a pattern with how this always goes. Like you could see him kind of like putting it together in his head. And we you think no like, oh, skills. he's getting it. Our communication skills suck. We and... have a good time. And then all of a sudden, like things <laughs> explode. You freak out. It's wild. Yeah. So it, it, which, you know, makes just the end of the show all the more dumbfounding when it happens. He but... also, not that he's, he, he used different words, but basically what he was saying to her when she tried to do the, but I love you thing again, he was like, it, it was like, but he, she wants him to love her on her terms. Yeah. Yeah, and like that's just not going to work, you know. Pete Pete loves big, you know. He loves love, and he loves big. Loves love. <laughs> I just love love. He loves flying. Anyway, it was painful to watch. It was super icky. I was really mad. I was like, <laughs> but deep down, it I just so knew bad. he was going to keep her. I just I knew it, and yeah. I think that's what was making me so mad. I was yeah. like, he's clearly sending Kelsey home. But still, we go in the rose ceremony. Logan's making fun of me. I was literally like just sitting on the couch, like, like rocking myself. Hands like over the head, ah, like, I, 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 doing, I like stressed out surrender cobra. But... And I can't imagine being someone like Kelsey watching this back and being like, "You sent me home over that." Right. Like Kelsey's gonna show up hammered off her ass to a freaking uh, girls' <laughs> tell all and just unload on Pete. That'll right. be good. Also, we we gotta point out that. Sucks for Kelsey too that she showed up wearing like the um like Mennonite version of the outfit that Victoria showed up wearing. So, you know, the the more the more covered version that Victoria shows up with the boobs out and the in the exact same basically get up green, like strange office wear. Yeah, like weird emerald velour (laughs) right type deal. But a bummer, a real bummer for Kelsey. (laughs) You hate to see it. Hate to see it. But anyhow, so Kelsey gets sent home. Um, Peter walks her out. She appears to be pretty just like shocked by the whole thing. She doesn't really say much. She's not one of many words as we've discussed. Like she just kind of, she's okay with sort of 
letting the moment breathe and she definitely appeared to do that it was you just felt kind of bad for her though she seemed really bummed yeah for sure um i wonder i didn't i didn't feel this way like last night i was big on the idea like you know peter just really wants to sleep with victoria and this is why this happened (laughs) i i gave it some thought i also wonder how much excuse me uh peter's conversation with kelsey's mom played into that decision like how forceful she was about like don't you yank my daughter along and if it's not her like don't Uh, don't extend this um so i wonder if he like and i guess we'll see a little bit more in terms of how he and victoria progress or don't next week but like did he want to send Victoria home based on how that went, but felt like he owed it to Kelsey to not yeah, really extend well. things? Hmm. If I'm his PR guy, that's how he's spinning it in the press. <laughs> I mean, that sure. was a great spin. Yeah. I just think he's thinking with his but Yeah. Anyway. Like, as much as I want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt, I don't know that he's earned that at the same uh, time. Definitely not. Yeah, I just don't know that the performance that – Victoria put on most recently cannot be I mean I don't know just like was not a very attractive performance At and all. and the fact that Peter even tried to stand up for himself and then still like basically got bullied through that whole thing like I don't know like that's emasculating and and mm-hmm. weird and I don't know there's just it's curious but whatever I guess you got to keep three so yeah, like if if he had the feasible option of going from four to two, would he have done it? But they got to have a fan. I think you would have. But yeah, two, that's a that's a good know? point. It's a good question. Yeah, interesting, interesting point. So yeah, anyway, I'm um super anxious about how things are going <laughs> forward. Not looking for. I am not looking forward to watching next week's episode. It appears that Madison might be giving Peter an ultimatum that she doesn't want him to sleep with anybody else, and that he might be revealing to her that he's been intimate with other people outside of fantasy sweet week. Um, and what makes you think that? Uh, Cause he, there was a clip of him saying something about like six days prior, like we were intimate six days prior. Anyway, I think we I, were intimate. What is yeah. I, I think I, he's, yes. But so, okay. I don't really remember how fantasy suites work based on previous seasons, but don't they like, they kind of each get sequestered to their own yeah. little like corner of the location. And he, he does things with them in an order. Like it's one after the other. So you don't, yeah. but you don't know like what, <laughs> where in the lineup you land. Yeah. Saying lineup sounds bad, but like, where... <laughs> yes. yes. So, okay. Yeah. With, with that all said, like, the six days prior thing could make sense that she's like date number two or date number three. That's and true. so I'm really, I like, I'm just excited to see this, like finally just happen so we can yeah. talk and really get takes off. On it. Speaking of how it usually is, it does appear. It does appear that the girls are actually staying together next week. Because there's a line, like, we're all three in the same... Awkward, yeah. Because she was like, awkward. So uh. weird. So weird. Hey, 
you know, budget. ABC got to keep this budget down somehow. Yeah, they got him to Australia. They got to make cuts somewhere. Old test. Um. So theories about uh, what's going to happen, Logan? Oh, you know. No, you I don't want to hear from Logan, old old spoiled boy. Spoiled boy. I mean, we're basically to the part where I'm. I'm I mean, what do you what do you think I know more than you? You said you know the final two. Yeah. So you still can't get okay. Well, yours. I mean, I'm not gonna. Okay. All right. I, obviously, I wouldn't say like, "Oh, I think so and so is going home." <laughs> oh, that's just what I think. <laughs> if I were Emily, like, Emily, what do you got? Okay, I have multiple different theories here. Okay, okay. Right. there's one that Madison like maybe sends herself home, or or they mutually decide for her to go home, but then Peter finds out something about Victoria F just prior to like proposing to her and just like he's so overcome by it that he decides to quit the show but when he goes home his parents are like bring maddie home she was great what's wrong with you um so there's that we gotta have we i mean the bring her home moment has got to happen with someone soon yeah soon yeah um my other theory is that (laughs) um same thing about Oh, oh, there also could be the thing that Maddie does make it to the final two. But when Chris Harrison is like, we just found something out, it could be that Maddie left, like just prior to the like oh, final wow. thing. Wow. That that could that be would be explosive. Right? <laughs> yeah. She just left. And um, then we get to bring her home moment. Go get yeah, her. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the I like other that. One, I like that. Actually, that's. That's spicy, right? That's Wouldn't really that spicy. be that would be like a knock? That's do a power move out of Maddie, home. too. Like, right? If you want it, come and get it, right? <laughs> so to speak. Um, not sexually. I'm I also sorry. have yeah, a thought yeah. that this is just this isn't going to happen, but we'll put it out there that he's he. I think he still does find out something crazy about Victoria F. Yeah, I feel like that's a foregone conclusion. And then <laughs> he does the similar. I can't do this, but then. He and Hannah Brown get together, but but the reason that the season hasn't been spoiled is because he doesn't immediately go after Hannah B. He they bring Hannah B onto the after the final rose thing, and he does that whole thing of like, I want to give us a second chance. Whoa, whoa! I would not prefer does. that ending. <laughs> so is is Hannah Ann just sol? I I. <laughs> Okay. I just don't see it. I think he. It's I mean, listen. I'll admit, Maddie. I don't really see it either. But it's like it, it would. It it seems like she keeps getting kind of just like, almost like, pushed through with ease. Yeah. See, you know I saying? would argue that it's shaping up so well for her to be. Oh, I that, like, yeah. I mean, I agree. By far the the most appealing option left, kind of like unblemished, for lack of a better term. <laughs> right, yeah. Like. I Emily, I your your first yeah. scenario that you presented is kind of the way I'm thinking. Like I think uh, Madison and Peter's conversation uh, does not end with her staying on the show. Um, so I think it's Victoria and Hannah Ann in the final two, and I think Peter wants it to be Victoria, but allegations something comes through maybe one of these uh you know uh husbands from one of the divorces she caused uh comes into the picture and has a talk with peter about what happened uh that would certainly be explosive oh Uh, man 
but, yeah, and then uh, then I think I do think like if we're making guesses on who the bring her home girl is, I think it's Madison. I hope it's Madison. Yeah. For my own selfish purposes. They certainly and, want to think it's Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm just like, what's up? Now I did not that I read spoilers because I'm careful about that, but I was just reading like what are other people's like theories about what could happen, mm-hmm. right? First of all, none of them aligned with mine. I just want everyone to. Um, wow. Are pregnancy theories still in play? Or they are, kind of even though they've been debunked. But yeah, there was one recently that was that Peter got two women pregnant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which would be amazing. <laughs> I Amazing for not... bad reasons, obviously. Exactly, exactly. But I would just find that hysterical. Um, <laughs> but, but one of the things I did read is that allegedly whoever Peter is with now according to one person like sources say he and his final choice are really on the rocks now as they're watching the season back and whoever he's with is feeling really uncomfortable with how he like handled relationships on the show (laughs) which could just be total bull too like yeah okay that's an easy thing to say but um uh yeah there's there was another conspiracy theory that Peter ends up with one of the show producers. Oh yeah, I liked that one. That one was just yeah, rich. Did you hear that one, Jordan? Yeah, I think you you that sent us the tweet, right, that Logan? About, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, like that would be a fun one to believe, but like I think I said in that it's thread, like sloppy. there's no way a producer lets his dad post that picture on a public Instagram account. Right. If that's how it actually unfolded, exactly. And the or only reason they're it? spotted together so, so crazy. much is their producer is kind of like their handler, even after the show, like going handler. to P. Shut up, going to like PR events and things like that. This is what I live with. This I know. I'm glad it's you and not me. <laughs> wow. This is a this is an audio medium. Keep talking. You know, this is going to be year seven, and I better get a good anniversary gift this year. <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't hear you. <laughs> what is year seven? It's what? whatever you want it to be, given what you have to put up with. It sounds Jordan, like. good man. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like for two. Destination. So good. Destination. <laughs> Put that into Google Earth. See where Siri. See how long it takes Siri. <laughs> oh boy. There is a. Um, we could go to Intercourse, Pennsylvania. That's a real place, Jordan. All right, we get back on track here. Um, yeah, so, okay, any other... Jordan, you got any wild theories that you'd like to espouse? No, I'm just uh, really hoping I win, and it makes, you know... No, honestly, I hope, like, hope uh, these girls get the help they need and Peter, like, makes some better life decisions Me for himself. Because yeah. I think... I got to think the girls who got sent home early and really bummed are probably watching now, like, oh, man, it's not that bad. Like... Yeah. I will say, Jordan, it's interesting you say that because like on past seasons 
of both The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Like, usually after someone gets sent home, they'll, like, post something on Instagram, kind of, like, oh, like, I'm just so appreciative of the journey. Thanks for the memories. And, like, I've grown so much. There's really not been anyone who's really posted (laughs) like that. And even, like, I think it was Sarah... And I think the only reason she posted is because there was such an outcry from Bachelor Nation. She just posted something that was like, I'm okay. And that was like kind of it. <laughs> but yeah, I found that interesting that you said that. Yeah. There's probably a lot of women, like you said, who are just like, nope. Like, like yeah, I it, probably dodged a bullet. Yeah. I, I didn't, I mean, having only really watched Colton's season very closely before this, I mean, it, this has been particularly excruciating it, it it's seems and like you can watch. like kind of usually roll your eyes like the big dumb bachelor guy and like his puppy love situation with like a couple of the girls but like this year it's just been like weird i don't know yeah. it's been weird it's, how been it's been really it doesn't feel like it's hard to root for pete it's hard to root for the girls other than maybe like madison seems nice mm-hmm. but like cool I mean, there's pl- plenty of nice girls that have been on the show. You know, it's like, I don't really feel like she's very compelling, even though she's nice and sweet and cute and all that. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's not a whole lot yeah. of compelling storyline. And Peter's not like a very, I don't know. You don't really want to root for him for some reason. I'm, I'm kind yeah. of done with rooting He's for him. He's not a too. natural generator of, like, yeah. support. Best. Yeah. Right. I mean, he. I, I was kind of like, of all the guys last from last season – of the bachelorette i was kind of like all right peter like he should be he should be pretty good at this like he seemed like a nice guy he was well adjusted on the show he didn't participate in all the drama and stuff but it's like i don't know maybe he was just kind of a dimwit yeah he's just keeping under the radar so he didn't he didn't blow it and i think the difference too is even though there was luke p drama on hannah's season like it was really isolated to him. Yes. And like so was like and even still right. you found yourself like still cheering for Hannah. Like like you still have like such great guys here. Like, you know. Right. And they were so like supportive even of her and like even going to her to talk about what's his name. Whereas like this is just like you said, it's hard to even get behind anyone. You're just like, I don't know, again, aside yeah. from Maddie, who's just okay, like a nice girl, you're like I don't even find myself like super excited for him to be end up with any of these girls. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, it, it's also unfortunate that this season and the cast he's been dealt has also kind of painted him in a pretty bad. Yeah. Way yeah. No, and I, I don't well, the like cast I don't, he was dealt, but also the cast he kept around. Like we yeah. said. Right. right. I, I don't think he's a particularly unlikable guy. I just think that he has not managed his team has not managed to pair him very well. His lineup. And his lineup. And, yeah. and then on top of it, he like has some kind of go-to things that he does with everyone, which I suppose all of these dudes do a little bit, but like it's just very tiresome to hear him tell everyone that like their heart is shining through and like he's really like like he loves their deep. parents' long relationship. Yeah. And he wants to go he wants to like go deep. Go right. deeper. It's like, all right. Okay. Yeah. I think Kelly called it of just like he rewards drama. He's a hopeless romantic who just has this false idea of what relationships are. Yeah. Um, and I think that's been his downfall. And I think even when Kelsey Kelly called him out, like, you know, relationships can be fun and easy. Yeah. Like his idea about they have to be so hard and painful and we have because to Because that equates to depth. That equates to depth. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
And it's like, uh, is that really true? Anyway, it's been a hard season to watch. We're Giving only a few good, more weeks to go. Though. We have, you know, yeah. no team. <laughs> we do this. We do All this. Day. All right. Anything All else? Day. Any final thoughts, prayers? No, I'm sorry to our listeners. I do not have a score update for you this week. I was a little distracted last night as I was trying to watch. Let it be known, Team And White I House. could not keep up with scoring. Clearly, so I will be rewatching, taking one for the team, uh, subjecting myself to the toxicity once it's again. Okay, we will tweet out the scores Thank when they are updated. That's right. At Wheel RTE Intern will have a score update hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Well. By the end of the business day. Cob. Cob. Five. All right. Well, uh, this is the Wheel Route Podcast. We are all done for this episode. We will be back. What? How many episodes have we got left of this? Two. We've got two episodes and a women tell all. Yeah, I think we've got like two or three. Oof, man, it's going to be excruciating. We can do it, and there will be time for March Madness. And Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, spring football updates. Wait, we got Bachelorette too, right? Then yeah, we got Bachelorette before Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, fresh crop. drafting fingers ready fresh, again. Fresh crop of white guys and V-necks to pick from randomly. Chads and Brads and stands. <laughs> and the box king. I'm the box king from Chicago. Hopefully, it'll be refreshing. You know, Hopefully. I I hope and pray. That they pick someone though from past seasons, because like, I, again, I just I know what I said or about Sarah. Kelsey, but hey, I, I, yeah, I Sarah's fine because she got a fat stack offer for being the Bachelorette. Mm. Yeah, good call. That's my conspiracy theory. Oh, love it! All right, cool. This is the Wheel Route. You can find us at the Wheel Route on Twitter. You can go to wheelroutepodcast at gmail to send emails to us. Don't go there. Go to thewheelroute.com, though. You can stream the show there. And uh, otherwise, we love you guys. Thanks for joining us. Go Gators. Go Hoos. May the roses ever be in your favor, boys.